When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hey guys, we'll start the show shortly, but before, I just wanted to ask you, have you ever wanted to ask us a personal question? Maybe you want the specific answer to your manifesting question? Or have you ever wanted to be in the same room with us and share some physical space energy? And laughter, of course. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever wanted any of that or something else, we're going to be in live events in 2018. The first one is March 3rd in Denver. To check out all the live events and the different dates, you can visit manifestitnowshow.com. Hello everyone, welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. Uh, I am here with your lifestyle design coach, Cassie Parks. And I'm here with your LOA coach, Ginny Gain. How's it going, Cass? It's awesome, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing awesome, as well, because we are always awesome. (laughs) Right? And I'm so excited, I'm especially awesome. Okay, so Uh, what, what are you excited about? Uh, I'm super excited about my first live script your dream life workshop in Denver that's coming up in January. So people are getting their tickets and registering and I'm just excited. And it ties into our topic today about story. So I'm excited to have 10 people in Denver creating the story they want to be living. Oh my God, that is going to be so much fun. Can you imagine getting to spend time with you? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. I can. (laughs) I've I've been there, guys. It's pretty, it's pretty good. (laughs) Uh, um, I had this awesome, uh, experience the other day, yesterday, actually, when we were, I was doing, um, a fitness class in the morning and we were kind of going around asking, okay, well, you know, what's everyone doing today? You know, we were just warming up mm-hmm. and, um, and it was like, oh, I have to go to work. Oh yeah. I'm going to work. I'm at day. I'm at work all day. It's going to be a long day. And I was like, I'm going shopping today. <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of like reminded me how I don't think I've said I'm going to work in like years and years and years. And I just, I felt so appreciative to be able to be doing what I love, you know, every day. And it just doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. Isn't that fun? I know. It's just one of those realization moments. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I love that. What a fun moment. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. That, I think that ties into our topic, too, about story. So I'm excited to hear about how you created that story. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun today talking about the power of your story um, in your manifesting. And once again, if you have any topics that you'd love to hear us talk about, feel free to send us an email and we'll get um, everything that you're asking for covered. Yes, because we love to serve you and talk about what you want to know and what's on your mind. So definitely send those to us. You can send them to either me or Jenny. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's delve into the power of your story. Oh, man. Like my favorite topic <laughs> ever. <laughs> okay. Go, Cass. <laughs> go. Well, let's like define story. So actually, I want to start with you on this because I think yours, I define it, we both define it a little bit differently and I think it's actually just stages. So how do you define story in this context of 
law of attraction and how we're using it. Okay. So when I think of this, it's something like uh, what you're telling yourself about yourself and about your life, um, which I think is strongly tied into our belief system about ourselves and about our life and about what's real and true for you. Yes. And I love that definition. And I, you know, it's what we tell ourselves. And so I was, especially it's what goes on in our head. And then I think it's also like predominantly what we speak Mm -hmm. for me is really where I focus on story. And when we speak it, like that's what's, it's what's being created because that's what's going on in our head and coming out of our mouths. Right. And so anytime we think about that, what's going on in our head and what's coming out of our mouths, (laughs) that's the, like both of those things is what creates the energy that you're putting out and communicating to the universe. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. I think of it like, um, been reading um, stories to my little nephew lately when I go over and see him. And so I think about it like, you know, whatever's on that page, it's like when you're speaking it, it's whatever's on the, you know, you're speaking what's going to happen when you turn the page. Mm -hmm. So you're literally like in a book, it's already written. But with us as human beings and how we know how the law of attraction works, like what we speak right now is what happens tomorrow on the page we turn. Mm -hmm. We literally are creating our experience through what we're what we're talking about what we're thinking about and therefore what we're talking about exactly which is you think that's why story is so powerful oh my gosh yeah that's such a huge part of the foundation of deliberate creation and um being like creating what we want in our life yeah right so yeah one of the one of the like biggest things I think is that most people aren't even aware of that they have stories or that we have stories, you know? Um, would you agree with that? Oh yeah. So we're not aware what's coming out. And when you, you know, you said it's so big in deliberate creation and it is, you know, one of the things people don't realize is how often they're telling the actual story that's going to come true versus, you know, we talk about morning routines and setting your intentions and things like that, which is all awesome. But if you're setting a morning routine, you know, you're setting your intentions in the morning and those are one kind of attention. And then you go and the way you speak and you think the rest of the day is it's creating a different story than those intentions. It's going to be harder for those intentions to manifest. For sure. I love that you pointed that out because it's true. We think sometimes, okay, well we can spend, even um, five minutes, okay, I'm going to spend five minutes feeling good. And then if I'm not deliberately, or sorry, I'll keep it on topic here of stories. (laughs) Um, For the rest of the day, we're telling a different story. So we practice, say we practice our scripting for five minutes a day in the morning, and we're, we're talking about it, and we're telling it like it is like we want it to be. And then we go and have lunch with our friends for two hours, and we tell them how it is. Right. right. And it's not good. Right. So it's, if yeah. It's, if, it's, if you're telling it how it is and you're and it's not your the way you story, want it. Awesome. But yeah. if it's not the way you want it, that's where you get that disconnect. Right. And then you're activating that story that you don't want more than you're activating what you do want. Right. And I don't even. So that's my thing is like how many of you guys have, you know, went and complained to your friend for or had like hours long discussion about your relationship and being like, this is wrong and this is wrong. What about this and this and this? And for some reason, especially with us females, that feels good. (laughs) We like to do that, right? Yeah. um, 
uh, energetically and vibrationally it's not serving us because we're telling the story the way it is and not the way we want it to be. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is creating what's going to happen later that day. It's creating what's going to happen tomorrow. It's creating what's going to happen a year from now. Exactly. Yeah. And so I love like how Abraham says it, you know, if you're, you don't, you, if you don't like the way it is, don't talk about it, you know, and I remember I've gotten questions from my clients saying, okay, but it's reality. Like I can't, I have to focus on, I have to think about reality. And I was like, no, you don't just ignore it. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Don't think about that, but it's real. It's right here. And I think that's the big, one of the biggest things is like, it's so in our face. Right. And if it's something isn't like, isn't the way we want it to be except we're seeing it and it's there every day right you know like right there it's sometimes difficult to uh, ignore it or see it in a different way right right yeah and uh, you reminded me of like when you said ignore it like that's my mom that was my mom's favorite thing for dealing with anything like if if my little sister was bugging me as a kid it's like just ignore it and she'll stop Really? Right? Yeah. Oh, wow. Always. It was like, just just ignore it. And so, like, I probably have that skill kind of down, right? Yeah, you mastered that from having <laughs> yeah. a younger, annoying sister. That's perfect. Yeah. So you can thank her for that, Cass. Right. I'm gonna, yeah, I'll text her after we get done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I like what you said, you know, about that. And it's – and but sometimes – so I want to talk – I bet we're close to, like, taking a break. But I want to talk at some point, you know, about – because I think some people ignoring it feels like resistance. Mm, okay, good point. So I want to talk a little bit about that. All right, well, why don't we take a quick break now and then we'll uh, jump back on and get right into that topic. Perfect. What is your manifesting superpower? Knowing your manifesting superpower will help you manifest quicker and easier. Go to manifestingsuperpower.com and take the quiz to learn all about your manifesting superpower. That's manifestingsuperpower.com. And we are back. We are going to continue to talk about uh, just picking up where we left off about how possibly ignoring the reality um, can could be resistance um, in our manifesting process. So you want to take that one away, Cass? Yeah. So I just some people I know when they're trying to just ignore the story, ignore the story, they're actually putting more energy in trying to like pretend it's not there. Mm. And uh, so my thing for that is to just really find a story that you want to be telling or find what you want to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. So if it, that, go ahead. Yeah. That's a perfect example of how, even though we're, how, an example of how what you resist persists. Mm-hmm. So yes, we we're saying we don't want this. We don't want this. We don't want this. I'm ignoring this. I'm ignoring this, but we're still focused on the this that we don't want to create. Right. Right. So the universe is just going to give us more of that. Mm -hmm. So what Cassie's about to tell you guys is what you can do of switching that focus onto what you want. Yeah. So definitely always switch the focus onto what you want and start telling the story. Like even if it's only 5% true right now, find the thread of the story you want to be true that is true already that you can start telling and you can start building. So that's how you shift that focus you know it becomes five percent and you talk about it it becomes ten percent and you talk about it it becomes twenty percent true and it just grows and grows and grows and so really focus on telling that story you want to be true if, if it, and then ignoring the rest of it 
I think that's a really important point that you brought up about as we're creating new stories. So if if you realize and you have the awareness that you're telling a story that you don't want to create more of, and then you bring your attention onto the way you do want it to be, find something about that story that is true, right? There's always always something you're going to be able to find that you can grasp onto, just like you said, Cass. And even if it's just a little bit, I think it's really powerful when there's something that you believe and you know to be true right now about what you want. And then just like you said, it builds from there, but you have to start and put lots of energy into that little part for the other parts to kind of open up and come into your experience. Yeah. And so this, and what that does is it actually starves the energy of the parts you don't want to be true. When you're putting energy into those parts you want to be true of the story, you really are starving and like, you know, putting out the flame and the other stuff that you don't want to be true. I like that. Um, for some reason, that word starving gives me such a good visual of like, you're just sucking all the life out of the bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it can't exist anymore, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. That's a wicked word. Yeah. So do you have any um, ex- personal experiences you want to share like what is give us an example of something in your life cast that you were you were or you are telling a story about right now awesome so I'm always telling a story but the most recent example that comes to mind is my income like as you know I um, more than doubled my corporate salary in November it was actually Mm -hmm. 63 times what it was a year ago it was crazy (laughs) isn't it I know it's awesome I'm so excited Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's a big deal, like really big deal to me. But what I did is I started, I want to say August, September, like probably a little bit sooner. I started telling myself the story I could look and I could project and I was, um, changing out some real estate investments. So just kind of looking at all that, you know, I was like, okay, you know, in, in November, maybe in October, I would say maybe in October, this is an example of like leaving room, maybe in October, but definitely in November, I'm going to exceed my corporate salary. And what I could find the truth is that I knew like real estate. So I could count the real estate and, and count that in there. So I knew like that. So that was that like true part of your story that you grabbed onto. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I knew that that would be true and I knew that I could, you know, and so I just kept fueling it and I kept telling mm-hmm. that story and I would tell it to my friends. You know, I was talking about this the other day about telling a friend in new, in uh, September, I'm like, I'm definitely going to exceed it. I'm going to exceed it. And what happens is that the more I fueled that story, like I actually doubled my corporate income, uh, monthly income without my real estate income. Mm-hmm. So wow. like, yeah, it more than double, but that's what happens when you feel that story that you want to be true and you really start practicing telling it. And at first I didn't know if it was going to become true. And I think this is why people, I don't know, find it hard sometimes to tell the story is like, Oh my God, what if it doesn't come true? Mm -hmm. Right. And that doubt pops up. That doubt definitely pops up and it pops up. I'm sure it pops up for you. It pops up for me. You know, when I started telling that story to myself, I was like, okay, yeah, this is true. When I started letting it out of the bag to other people and started telling my friends that this was going to happen, you know, there was a little bit of doubt, but I just kept focusing on what I wanted and telling the story I wanted to be true. Yeah. So that's a good point. Now, is there anything else you can uh, let us know about how you dealt with that doubt um, as you're creating this? 
Um, really latching on to what I knew was true, finding that thread of what's true already, mm -hmm. um, which was that income. So that meant, you know, my real estate income was a little more than half of my corporate income at this point. I knew that it would be at this point. It wasn't when I started telling the story, but I knew that it was going to be. So, um, I started, you know, just really focusing on knowing that and just really like, okay, that's true. The rest of this can be true. And just coming up with one of the ways I deal with doubt is coming up with all the possibilities, the ways that that story can come true. Oh my God. I love that. <laughs> yeah. That is so powerful because I do, I feel like a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Focus on the positive. I get it. I know I'm supposed to put my, but how do I kind of handle like, What's something I can do or use to when those fearful thoughts pop up, how can I kind of get them out of the way and combat that instead of uh, just like focusing more on what you want? So that's such a wicked example. Yeah. Yeah. And it's really great. Yeah. To keep you in that space of, okay, this is how it's possible. This is how it's possible. And again, the more that what naturally happens when you do that is that you get more evidence or you see more ways that it could be possible totally because that's where your because your is. brain is like it's asking it's like okay how can this be possible and the universe is answering it's giving you ideas it's giving you ways it's going to show you evidence of how that's possible exactly yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's that's wicked it is yeah it's <laughs> awesome so um how what's an example of you using story well one of the um stories that I kind of like in a bigger picture just over the past like maybe 20 years like I think even growing up it's been I've always wanted to do what I love right mm -hmm. and so and I felt a lot of resistance and societal pressure growing up of you can't be successful doing what you love that was just the kind of the idea out there but then as soon as I came into um, the whole law of attraction thing and you know becoming more empowered and, and kind of I get to decide what's real for me. Um, I started to tell the story that I can be successful doing what I love. And it was something that was constant and consistent and over years and years and years. And it still is today and it still will be. And it's just something that and I think this is how it ties into when you think something and you're telling a story for long enough, it becomes your belief. And then when you know something so holy that it's your belief that that's, we know our beliefs uh, create our reality and, you know, that, that there's a direct relationship there. And so now I get to, like, I do what I love. Like, I'm successful doing what I love. And I am so, just like I told the story at the beginning of this um this uh, session that it's just it's I don't know it sometimes amazes me that it's just like yeah I created that um and it's all based on my story yeah I love that story I don't I don't have to go to work I do what I love yeah exactly there's no <laughs> there's no work involved I mean like come on Cassie how can you call what you and I do work right <laughs> no work involved it's all fun and play it is. We get to talk about what we love, what we're passionate about. We get to like serve and educate. It's amazing. Yeah. Not to mention like the impact we have in our clients' lives. Like none mm -hmm. of it's work. I know. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. It is. Good stories to tell. <laughs> um, what about, so there's some different examples 
Oh, wait, I think we should wait for this. I'll, I'll bring that up after. Do you want to take a quick break now and we'll finish up with some other examples of maybe how you're telling stories in your life that you might not be aware of? That sounds awesome. Attention, future magnificent manifestors. Are you ready to take your LOA skills to a new level? I'm a former softball player, and what I know is that I got maybe three to five at-bats in a game, but in practice, I took about a thousand reps before each game. Your LOA skills are the same way. You want to practice them so that you can make them so effective and so efficient and hit manifesting home runs. If you're ready to practice your LOA skills and you want to learn the tools of LOA in a way that's fun and that you can practice easily, get LOA Skills Camp from my co-host, Jenny Gain. You'll get all the reps you need to hit the manifesting home run you desire. Go to LOAskillscamp.com. That's L-O-A-skillscamp.com. And Cassie and I are back talking about the power of your story. Um, and I was just commenting to Cassie on the break here that Cassie's pretty much the master story creator helping you create it um, with her book, especially um, creating your champagne life and living that. <laughs> yes, yes. That book is all about creating the story that you want to be living. Yes, and scripting, right? Like yes. it's you're creating your story of how you want it to be. Yes. So So if any of you any of you guys haven't checked out Cassie's book yet, go get your hands on that. That's right. It's lifestyle design for champagne life and you can get it just by typing it into Amazon. Wicked. Um, so what are some other uh, examples that we can maybe bring some awareness to for people that are um, just wanting to like grasp like, okay, how maybe they don't, because we had mentioned they don't realize they're telling stories. Well, let's give them some examples of what kind of stories they could be telling in their life right now. Awesome. So my favorite place to check in with stories, because this is the great place to see whether you want to be telling that story or not, is if you use the word always or never. Mm, those absolutes. Yes, those absolutes. Like, do you want that to be absolutely true? You know, when I'm like, I always do this. And so when I hear a lot, like I'm always late or I'm always oh, yeah. whatever, you know, I'm always late. I'm always, um, you know, I find it, you know, people describe themselves. This is one that I don't think gets touched on a lot. But when you describe yourself, you know, I'm always the person who does X. This yeah, always yeah, you're prepaving that. Yes. Yeah. So if you don't want that to still be true, you want to create a new story. Start telling a new story. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the biggest thing is that we just don't realize that we can change that. Like we grow up in a certain way and maybe we have always been the one to do the dishes. And so you get into a new situation and you say, oh, I always do the dishes. Right. Because that's what the way it's always been. But mm-hmm. we have, and Cassie's favorite thing, we have a choice in this to tell a different story. Yes. I love the example mm-hmm. of doing the dishes because then what happens is we tell that story of like, I always do the dishes and then you start begrudgingly always doing the dishes and then right. there's <laughs> anger and then that just fuels the story, right? Because the emotion mm-hmm. behind it just makes it stronger. Totally. Um, another one I hear a lot just in talking with friends um, is like, you know, we're talking about relationships and they'll say something, oh, I'm, oh, I'm so not good in relationships. And I'm like, what? Why are you saying that? You're going to, you know, stop that. <laughs> right? Do you, if, you, want, do that? you want that to be true for you? Stop it. 
or, you know, with a lot of my personal training clients, I get, oh, it's hard for me to lose weight. I'm like, uh, okay, first things first. No, not anymore. <laughs> you know, if that's what you want, start, and, and sometimes I'll say this, you know, start telling a new story. And then people are like, what? What do you mean? You know? Then I'll say, okay, well, go listen to this podcast of Cassie and I talking about our stories. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. How lucky are your personal training clients to have you? That you start with like, oh, no, that's not going to be the story that's going to be true right here. Like, let's create the story we want and then do the workout. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they love it. They can't say anything bad about themselves. You know, (laughs) they can't tell me this is hard. They can't complain. (laughs) It's great. What about some uh, positive examples? We kind of got into a lot of stories that we don't want to be telling. But do you see any with your, you know, surroundings, with your coaches, with your friends or family that are more positive and stories that um, are just are more of what you do want to create or they do want to create? I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of some examples, but anything that you really know that you do best or you're really good at and you can latch on to that positive story is a, is a great way to start you know, amping up your positive stories. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead. I know a few people that just different, different friends, different examples that are, yeah, I'm really great at, I'm a great mother mm-hmm. or, um, I'm awesome at public speaking or yes, I'm really good at working with kids. Um, I'm an awesome teacher and you know, those kind of things. And those are still stories and they're still, they are what we tell ourselves about life and about ourselves. And that is what's going to continue to be true. And so it's just, we have stories that serve us and we have stories that don't serve us. And so just bringing that awareness to what you're telling and what you're saying is going to um, help you create more of what you want. Right. And focusing on the serving and really like serving, if it's serving you, it means you want more of it. If it's not Mm -hmm. serving you, it's something you don't want more of. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to find a way to change that story. Um, this is a, I hadn't planned on talking about this, but I think it's important with stories. Sometimes people think the best way to like tell a different story is just to tell the opposite story. Mm. And I actually, which we know isn't always most effective. It's not always most effective. Cause in my, like, you know, from a law of attraction, you're really still sort of resisting that old story. You're just, cause mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, I just don't want this. So I want you know, whatever you think the opposite is. And often if you ask yourself, what's the story you want to be true instead of what is, it's something totally different. And it is not that story that you've been telling, but it's not even the opposite. It's something bigger than that. Right. Yeah. That's such a good point. Um, Part of that for me is that sometimes we can't, if we're telling the direct opposite, we don't, there's a, an element of that, like, there's not that 5% that you can grasp onto yes. sometimes. Right, exactly. Um, That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not Keep always go- I feel like there's more on that. Keep going. Yeah, so it's not always the opposite. You're right. Like, you can't grasp that 5% generally in the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of an example, but if it's like, you know, so often I'm going to use relationships. It's like, I don't want a guy who is X. Right. And so they think the opposite is like, you know, I don't want a guy who is lazy. Yes. Is lazy. So then the thing is like, Oh, I want a guy who's a hard worker is like Mm -hmm. the opposite of that story. But that might not actually be what you want. Like, you know, because 
Not if you're dating Cassie. You don't want someone that's doing (laughs) hard work. Because Cassie's like, no, I don't believe in hard work. (laughs) That's not going to be a match if you're working like 80 hours a week. We're not. That's not what I want, right? But what I want is somebody who's open to, uh, you know, doing what needs to be done. Who's dedicated to his deliberate creation practices and making things happen. Who's open to doing things a different way. Right. And that's not the opposite of lazy. Right. Or who feels inspired to action. Yes. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really what I would be looking for instead of lazy. But but so often people just go to the opposite extreme of that. And that's why a lot of times you don't get still don't get what you want. So even if it does, you know, even if you if you do create it, it's we've talked about how it can be kind of hard because there's not that five percent to grab onto. But even if you do create it, it's not really what you want because you just created the opposite instead of asking yourself, well, what do I want to be true? What story do I want to be living? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then so when you're going to you'll create that, then you'll get to that the, the new thing you've created and think, wait, this isn't quite right either. And then you'll. <laughs> You yeah, and then you but then you start like creating a bigger and better story versus just creating the opposite of what you don't want. Yes, which I think is a huge part of your scripting and everything you're doing, and you the way you work with your clients to help them create what they want. Yes, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't just create the opposite; we create what you want. Right, totally different. Yeah. So let's talk about something that people can do today to um, help starting create more stories that will serve them. And I think, and we've just like we've talked about, the first thing to do is bring awareness to the stories that you are telling right now. And so say you're posting something on Facebook or say you're talking to a friend or say you're writing something down, ask yourself, do I want this to be uh, true for me? Do I want this to be part of my story? Right. Um, yeah. Because those are the things you're you're putting out. Like what goes on in your head is important. But what you were – I was thinking like what you release. Like you release that energy when you talk about it or when you type it into Facebook. And so I love yes. what you're saying about do you want it to be true? Ask yourself that. Yes. And then, then you have the power to change it if you want. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. how you create that awareness for your story. Beautiful. Yeah. So Do you – yeah. Cassie, would you like to leave us with a money mantra for today? Or is there anything else you want to say? I was going to talk a little bit more about story and just say, you know, my tip would be to create the whole story. Don't just pick out the little pieces that you want to be different, but really create a whole vision of the life you want to be living, the big story, rather than mm. just one little part of it. Plus, that feels so much more juicier and fun and excited, you know, to get it feels like you could get excited about that. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. gives you something to get pumped up about. And you can definitely find the 5% a lot easier when you're going for that big story versus that. Right, you can find like thing. 10%. Exactly. You might even have to find close to 50, which is really where that tipping point happens. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, should I leave us with time? Should I do a money mantra? Yeah, I'm so excited for your money mantra because <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Today's money mantra is my story is one of success. Because I just love that. Me too. That would be a very powerful uh, mantra for people to keep in mind and post somewhere and repeat that to themselves. Yeah. It's one for the mirror. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So just one last thing for everybody. 
Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.